Oh, damn, so no one heard my amazing sass line. Hi, everybody. My name is Anthony Quinn, yes. And the person that's talking when he's not supposed to be talking <laughs> is Chris Gassler. How are you, buddy? What's going on, man? I was just, uh, everybody, uh, unfortunately, everybody, thank you for tuning in, but you have already missed my Sasquatch reference for the day. <laughs> No, dude, there's going to be a lot of Sasquatch references, dude. Unfortunately, Sasquatch gets, Sasquatch gets referenced way too much. <laughs> dude, I'm fine with all the Sasquatch love that he gets nowadays. Like, honestly, like, uh, I like when I, I when I see someone who's like, uh, oh, yeah, I believe in Sasquatch, and they're like all about it. It makes me excited. That's why I, I like that more than people yeah, that Yeah, but are dude, I mean, it. you know... I don't know. I mean, if you hung out with them, dude, you'd have to watch a lot of professional wrestling. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm not a... Like I'm the new stuff. The new stuff. The new stuff, okay. Um, I don't know. You know, it's... it's. Anyway, so listen, this is Chris Gassler. Um, he's a friend of mine, one of my favorite people in comedy. Uh, he's a good kid. He is kind of a kid. What are you, 25 now? Uh, I turned 26, but if you count the last two years of uh kind of like pandemic lockup whatever it just feels like the past two years didn't happen oh whoa are you I'm trying like, to pull uh, a I'm fast actually, one uh, i'm yeah no i'm actually 14 I, I think we're gonna take it down to 14 dude you're not supposed to do that till you're like over 30 man you're breaking I can't, the fucking... I can't start subtracting years yet yeah no dude, you can't be in your 20s subtracting years are you out of your fucking dude this <laughs> click this phone call's over Bring me back. I want to play. Uh, I want to play Sega Genesis again. <laughs> I want to play Sega Genesis. Oh Dude, my. That's, that's you console. must have been small when Sega Genesis was out. You must have been like six or something, right? I mean, I was playing. No Sega Genesis. I had. Uh, I was probably like three, four. <laughs> that's all I did was I, literally when I was two years old. All I did was draw and uh, play video games. <laughs> when I was three or four, Anthony Quinn had. I had all the Genesis stuff. I had like the thirty-two thing that you plug in. I had. Yeah. The, I had the Genesis disc thing too, that attached right. to it. And yeah, yeah, the disc drive. They had a surf uh, sewer sharks. I think was the name of that one game. It was like a guy. Kind of looks like you. Yeah, there's an Italian guy. And he's, and he's, <laughs> Very stereotypical Italian, but he's like, hey, kind of looks get like me. Bombs in the sewers. <laughs> What'd you say? It might have been you. It was an older. It's an older game, but it, it looked like a guy. Uh, he's, it starts out. Uh, I want to say the name of the game is like Sewer Patrol or something. Oh, you're, no, you're, you're saying there's the dirty. You're saying there's dirty guineas in the sewer, dude. That's fucked up. So anyway, go All ahead. Right, this called, guy sends you in. It's called sewer, the sewer game. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, he just he he looks like a. He looks like a fine old Italian gentleman, you know? <laughs> and what does he say? He's like, hey, I need you to go check out these sewers. We got some, uh, some. I think you were shooting rats or something in the sewers. I can't remember. <laughs> you got to kill them rats, man. Drive game. <laughs> Is he, like, eating anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He's at, the, uh, he's at the red and white checker table when it starts out. And uh, Are you serious? He's like a, yeah, he's got the, the napkin tucked into his shirt, and he's like... <laughs> You know, on his fingers, and he's got the spaghetti going on. He's got the meatballs. Like, hey, mom, bring my sauce. He's like very stereotypical. He's a good guy. I like him. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, dude. All right, well, dude, you gotta have, you know, you gotta have hobbies, dude. You know, I like, you know, try to do comedy. I do podcasts. Um, yeah. I take care of my baby. Not a hobby, but you know, you play games. 
with people that look like me that want you to shoot rats. Okay, hey, here we go. <laughs> you had an influence on me from a young age, all the way from the, the sewer shark. That's the name of it. Sewer shark. Sewer well, shark was the name of the game. Are you obsessed? Do you have a sewer fetish? <laughs> oh, man. As far as uh, as far as far sewers go, oh, you know me. I'm always uh, hanging out in the sewers. I, I do think as far as uh, levels or environments go, it's a very underutilized uh, setting. <laughs> Oh, you think more people should hang in the sewer? We we take for oh, granted. Yeah. We take for granted our our sewers. <laughs> oh, we take. Oh, as Americans, we take for granted our sewer systems. Uh, we don't hang out in the postal postal service office enough. Yeah, it's always AC. It's always air conditioned. <laughs> Nobody's ever hanging out in the post office. That's my spot now. Yeah, dude, we should hang in the sewers. There's not enough hepatitis going around. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find some new diseases over there. Yeah, we need to boost those numbers of hepatitis so people stop fucking talking about COVID. All right, so let me get into... Oh, so let me... Let, I want you to plug your... Chris has a new podcast right now. Chris is actually a um, a designer. He designs art. He does all kinds of stuff. He's like a right. techie guy, and um, he's very good. And he's talented. He's done a lot of stuff for me, like at least a few things. <laughs> and, Thank you, man. Uh, you know, I got the I got the the fridge magnet. Yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, so, honestly, you know, if you want to reach out to this guy, if you need any kind of illustrations done or any kind of logos or anything like that, this guy's the guy to call. Works with you is very Thank sweet. You, so anyway, yeah. um, I got some cartoons. Uh, yeah, but the new show, uh, Chris Gasler show, is my new. Uh, it's, it's like a podcast variety show uh, where I essentially just ramble like an insane person to the camera. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's that's the thing, man. With this with this uh, podcast thing, it doesn't mm-hmm. always necessarily matter who's listening now. You know, you pod to me yeah, down the line. You could get more. It has like a different outreach. People find it on their own time. You know, you could re-release it. There's dude. There's there's so many. What I've been trying to do is cut minute clips out of them and then play them. Um, but I'm having yeah, a hard I like, time. I like doing the clip style. I just put out actually my first clip of the Chris Gasler show yesterday. It's eight seconds long. And it's just oh, me eight punching seconds? the camera. I wanted to do like a minute or like 30 seconds. Maybe. Oh, yeah. No, a minute is definitely the right way to go. I, I was just taking um, a lot of a lot of uh, what I've been doing on the show is, is very anti what you'd expect from a, a, a regular functioning show. Or a podcast or something. It's it's very against the grain. That's cool. You know, um, that's the thing. Everyone has their own style, dude. Right? Like a oh, lot yeah. of people that were like, we're doing podcasts. They're not doing them anymore. And I'm not hating on them. But, dude, you know, you got to have a passion. Just like comedy, Chris. Right? Yeah, um, so it's about having fun. I, I like just being dumb. And I love dumb humor where it's just like, like – I, I essentially say in the entire first episode, it's, it's me – convincing the viewer not to watch the entire rest of the show like you have to fight me to watch myself talk about the show the way technology is right now like literally i'm talking into a recorder you're talking into the recorder too and it sounds pretty good i mean we get episodes where somebody has a bad signal and it doesn't sound good but you know for the most part they sound just like a radio show with a call in and technology is insane now Years ago, I used to do this podcast. With, we had to have a sound engineer. He was an asshole. And, like, you know, it was just this whole fucking thing. And it discouraged me a little bit. But then, Dave Namry. Dave Namry was the one that was like, dude, be on my podcast. We'll do the conspiracy stuff. And I go, oh, we need. He goes, no. 
It's much easier than that. He came over and he set this thing up and mm -hmm. we had a podcast. Now he was a little low, I was a little low, but I mean now I know how to set it up better. And That's awesome. I had no idea that he had a... Uh... Yeah, and then I went the next day or the, within a week. I he had one that his dad found him, like a some kind of older one, some kind of really great deal. But I got I got this for like two hundred bucks or so. It was like a good one. You can get a bunch of cheaper ones, but I got a good one. And dude, you know this thing fills up. I do so much podcasting. Mm -hmm. There's a hundred and twenty-seven. It's like hundred and fifty-seven hours. Jeez. On that this recorder holds, and a lot of times I'll be doing a fucking podcast with somebody and it's full. <laughs> yeah, me and it's... Joe, me and Joe lost a, a decent little podcast one time because oh, I thought no. it was recording and it wasn't. Mm. So we just recorded another one, but that was very yeah, frustrating. The, that was very frustrating. <laughs> I think he was kind of pissed because <laughs> we had something pretty good, but you know it happens, dude. It happens. Yeah, I mean, it always sucks when you have like a riff and it's lost, and you can't really, you know, it's, you can't really exactly recapture a moment that gets created on no. the spot. But it's uh, that's that's part of the uh, the um well, that, the genre of podcasting allows itself for those well, moments. I mean, though, that's so. what, that's what happens with everything, you know. Just like the other night, real quick, and then we're gonna get into some other stuff. The other night, I you know I bombed pretty bad. I was a friend of mine gave me a spot on his show in Harlem, on One Tenth in Amsterdam, and um, it was this gay bar. There wasn't that many people there, and the next thing you know, it was packed, and it was pretty full. Okay. And uh, and I was like, but it was still a bar, you know. Um, but when I went up, everybody shut up and looked at me, <laughs> and you know, I just honestly, Chris, I just wasn't prepared. Um, I, I was going to call and cancel and I just was not prepared. And I went right. and I said something stupid. I said something kind of dumb. The, like the, that was the first thing I said. I was like, hey, do I stick out like a sore thumb? And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that was kind of stupid to say. Um, but you know, I don't know, man. I mean, honestly, I've been, I've been um, messing with my seizure medication and um, oh. this is the other podcast we talk about this kind of stuff. But I'm saying I was a little, I was a little uneven that night. Like I, on the, like usually I'm uneven where I'm acting like an asshole. <laughs> uh. This was the other spectrum. This was like I felt, I felt kind of weak, you know. Huh. So yeah, like I didn't, I didn't come on strong with the stand up. I was. That I, happens sometimes. I mean, like you can't really like. Um, I don't. I don't think there's ever like. I mean, I'm sure some performers can just be like oh i'm gonna boom like i can just bump right into it but like some people have to you know sometimes you can have like a slow start but i think uh you know even if it didn't work out you know like the other night but i think if you address it even and uh the audience will sometimes give like a little bit of like leeway if you're just like hey man i'm 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 not feeling it right now like then like you could even address the room are, like, are you, are you a member are you a member of everything anthony quinn are you in my group yeah yeah Oh, okay. Did you see that picture I posted yesterday? Um, I not. Or no, I the other day, I, the one where I'm like sad because I bombed. I I didn't see that one. I'm sorry. And I posted one of Izzy, the one I sent you to. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the pizza one. So, um, but what was I saying about the? Uh, oh, so yeah, so I bombed, and then honestly, dude, it was so surprising to me. That might have been the worst I've ever done. At a show. Oh man, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I I was like, 
I was fumbling my work. Like, I, I had no momentum. And I can't blame that the room was not crowded. Sometimes yeah, you can say, oh, sometimes there was hard a, like, to get that momentum back. I did Kirshner's show. It. I did Kirshner's show. And I was even feeling a little off that night. But I, I, you know, I did okay. And there was only two people in the room when I went up. So it's like right. you say to yourself, there was no energy. There was only two people. But even that show, I just find myself going through the motions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I find myself going through the motions and like trying to make people laugh. I don't think that's the right way to do it. You know what I'm saying? I have to be yeah, myself I mean, and let people laugh. There we go. We just said it. What's what is your mindset that you like to be in when you're when you have like a, a good set or you or like when you're going into a uh, a show or a mic or you're just like you're in the you're even just driving to go do comedy wherever you know like what is what is the mindset that you do you feel like you have to put yourself into a mindset where you're ready to entertain well, or perform? I, you know I'm tr- what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to be a little more serious. Because what I do is I kind of blow it off like I do everything else. And I'm a procrastinator. So I procrastinate kind of like my act until an hour before. And then I'm like going through my notes and writing a list and stuff. But really, I should be going through that shit at home. You know? Yeah. I should be going through that shit at home. I should be recording it at home. I should be doing all kinds of stuff. So... And what I have to do, I didn't mean to cut you off. What I have to do, Chris, is I have to remember who I am. I say my name enough for Christ's sake. But I just have to remember, like, where I'm coming from. Yeah, 100%. Because Paul, um, no filter Paul, I don't usually usually use names in my podcast, but he's not going to fucking listen. And and actually, I I don't have a beef with him. He's going to do food addict. But he said to me, I said, uh, I sent him my tape and I never heard from him. And I said, when are you going to book me on one of your things? And I was kind of kidding. But he goes, send me a calm tape and I'll show it to the owner. And, you know, the tape I have that I sent him, I I destroyed the place. I mean, I never say that I destroyed. I did very well. I did very, Mm -hmm. very well. The guy who was hosting the show gave me a name to go get booked on something else. That's how well I did. So... You can hear that in the in the but, but it is I'm, it's kind of like a few years ago. It was like three years ago, dude. You know, mm-hmm. and it was like a packed house, and I, you know, my my comedy wasn't that evolved yet. <laughs> you know, so I'm you know it's kind of a little on the crude side, and I understand that. I understand that, but the people are liking it. You know what I'm saying? Like people are mm-hmm. are laughing a lot. They love me. I sent it to um. Some other person. I'm not going to say their uh, their name. But I sent it to them and they were like, oh, those people loved you, but you're just not right for... I'm not going to say the name of the, the place. But they have an open mic tomorrow. <laughs> They're just reopening and they have an open mic tomorrow. Um, so, I don't know, dude. Once you start trying to please... This is the problem, dude, is I was trying to please those people the other night. I was trying yeah. to think about what jokes they wanted. I mean, you always have to observe something in the room. Like, they had this little stage. <laughs> and I was like, dude. I said, do they have stand-up here? He said, no. I said, this is too small for a band. And he goes, dude, it's a strip club. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure what that meant, but I was good with it. <laughs> All right, so, so let's get into this now. Chris Gassler, 
I'm Anthony Quinn. Yes. This is Quinnspiracy. Do not play with me. Even though it's a I comedy podcast, you pick your spots, man. Do not make fun of my conspiracies. <laughs> I won't make fun of them. <laughs> this well, is serious stuff one. for the me. The moon one's the only one you haven't really got me like convinced, convinced. What? <laughs> I didn't mean to. All right, all right. Listen, stop it with your stuff right now. Stop it. All right, all right. All right. Clear your brain out. Clear your all fucking right. brain out. I need all your brain cells. Smash them together. I need them all. Multiply them. Whatever you do, Gasler. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> While you're taking two years off your age, um, think mm-hmm. hard. What shape is the Earth? Go. Uh, I honestly want to say. Uh, I'm thinking uh, circular. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking round. Whoa! <laughs> dude, you not for that? Haven't you seen my fucking? Haven't you seen my act lately, dude? The Earth is round, motherfucker. I mean, I'm sorry. Well, no, so the, I'm, saying it is round. I'm sorry. The Earth is flat, dude. Oh, <laughs> see, I got you. <laughs> the Earth, you got, the Earth is flat, dude. Sorry. See you. You and your your scientific magical priests had me had me stumped there for a second. <laughs> it's all my uh, my brain cells don't. Uh, I don't like slam them together. I, I disperse them across. So you actually got infected with mine for a minute, <laughs> dude. You've been influenced by Masonic priests with their magic. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, I got some magic priest juice flowing through me. I, it's made me a little spicy today. I'm a little oh, saucy, but um. I just feel like with gravity, how can I've, I've heard so many like arguments. I've heard valid arguments, like like silly arguments. Yeah, but like they don't know. Ones, but they admit they don't know what gravity is. They don't even know what it is. I know what it is. You jump off a, a tree or a cliff and you get hurt. No, it's density though. That what there's yeah, what the flat collapses. earthers say. What the flat earthers say is it's density, right? If you throw a pebble into a lake, the pebble's going to sink because it's denser. Denser per square mm-hmm. inch or whatever than the water. You know what right. I'm saying? Now, if you have a, uh, a big boat, right? It's a lot right. heavier than the, pedal, the pebble, but it, it stays on top of the water. You yeah, know, but because, it's because of the material, because, no? Because it's not, it's not um, denser per square whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's why it stays. I'm just. I'm not telling you I believe this. This is their. This is their argument. I like to play a devil's advocate for a lot of these things. Dude, these people. They have some shit. They do have some stuff. But I was watching a debunking guy, and he tore it apart. But you know, the thing about we have to remember is that everything's a theory. Nobody's been to space. And mm-hmm. there's no real pictures of space. And you could take that to the bank. You could cut my pinky off. If you could find me a real picture of the sun and the moon and the earth all like fucking there. If you could find that, I'll give you $1,000. Okay? A real picture, I'll give you $1,000. And when I say $1,000, I mean 1,000 pennies. <laughs> Do flat earthers believe that uh, the other planets, like in the solar system, that they don't exist? And or if they do exist, like, are they also flat? No, they're luminaries. Yeah. Uh, it's from flat earth theory to flat earth theory, it differs. Okay. Um, some of them think that um, they're luminaries and that all of, like, the moon and the sun are actually inside the dome. So 
that's how far the dome reaches out. Whether you're thinking like an actual dome or like a something that's the shape of a dome or something. Some of them say, a lot of the more credible ones say that uh, the dome just reaches out past the moon. And they say the, the moon, the moon, the moon and the sun are really the same distance apart. That's what they're saying. Oh, oh you're saying the dome of the, the flat earth. Uh, the... Yeah. Well, what they oh, say. Oh, because I was thinking like a marble. I, I thought like we're <laughs> encapsulated in like a marble and like men in black. Because if I start believing in flat earth, I feel like I might as well believe in like men in black sometimes. Well, you know, what they say is that there's supposedly water up top. Like when you get through the dome, like there's water. Like condensation? No, well, there's condensation's like, real. I, I've seen condensation. No, on they bottle. say there's water up there. I would think like in I, that's what I'm saying. The belief is 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 bizarre on a lot of levels, but mm-hmm. you know, I put it this way. Okay, say say um, say I worked for Volvo, right? I oh, was yeah. a car salesman, right? And you're not sure what car you're gonna buy, <clears throat> but you're at my dealership, and you're sitting right. in my office, right? Now, if I'm a good salesman, you're buying a Volvo. You know what I'm saying? They're safe cars. They're nice cars. I know everything about them. I know everything just about every other car, too. Especially that pertains to this particular conversation, right? I know every little thing I can say to combat what you're going to say, but just really in this conversation. I don't necessarily um, know how to build a car. (laughs) Um, Mm. And I'm not even sure that sure about other cars. I just know how to word it the right way. Okay? Yeah. So you're walking into my office. So when you go to a flat earth dude and you're interviewing them, you're kind of walking into their office. You know? And if you don't know the research, it, dude, no, no, nobody these guys talk to are... Um, you know, what do they call them? Uh, scientists, but there's a specific name. They're not, you know, nobody's scientists. So, like in the field of it, it, like if you, you would have to like research, um, what is it? It's, um, is it physics? It might be physics. And, you know, all, like you'd have to research the rebuttal mm-hmm. for everything they're saying. Now, somebody who knows that stuff can just spurt it out. But they don't want to waste their time talking to the flat earthers. So, right, yeah, yeah. but you know, and like the other day, I was. A lot watching. of people get fed up, I think, with uh, so like because before they even like hear them out, they'll just like I've seen people just discredit and then just be like, "I'm not even, I'm not talking about this. I'll hear them out. I'll, I'll listen. I'll, I'll hear it out. It makes sense." Well, this is the thing, dude. Is they have a camera now that zooms eighty times, right? They, they pretty much zoom in on the moon and it looks looks pretty fucking close, okay? And sometimes it even looks transparent. It's interesting. But our minds play tricks on us. But they have it, dude, where the boat goes over the horizon, right? Mm-hmm. And they zoom in and it comes back. I mean, Wait, I swear mean? I've seen so many people back. do it. So many of these dudes do it, there's no way they're faking it. It comes back because... The reason it this this is this is what they say. The reason it disappears is because of your your perspective, your eyes. Your your eyes you can't see that far, so it goes out of your sight. 
But when yeah, you have well, a the site stuff is it gets tricky with the site because I, I actually I, I remember I learned years ago that uh, you know for for art studies and stuff when we're talking about three D perspective, your the way your the eyeball the human eye is, has a curvature to it that over years and you know it's it's developed in a way where we see uh, perception well we have like a different perception of how the actual world is is shaped like as far as like our you know, like we'll look at a horizon and things like look like they curve in, they shrink and get smaller. Like that's not actually supposedly how other animals view things. Like they have like different, you know, just like how bats see in the dark or have like. Or because they're trying to get fucking food, dude. They're trying to get food. They don't give a fuck what fucking shape the earth is, man. <laughs> you know, and, uh, I mean, I've said this before. You, you think you can be poor and be a flat earther? <laughs> Like that's a privilege. I'm gonna take time off my two jobs to look at some bullshit on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean that is a pretty good proof. Um, but then you know they get into like I was talking about this. They get into um, dinosaurs are fake. And dude, I watched. I, don't, I watched. I don't it. know how I feel about that one. Oh no, no, I watched it right, and it's uh, very convincing. But again, again. The dude knows a lot about history, but what right. he knows is through a conspiracy lens. You know what I'm saying? So he, I don't think he goes and hears both sides of the story. Like, what I would do if I was a conspiracy guy really trying to figure stuff out, I would watch everything. The good stuff, the bad stuff, and keep try to keep an objective mind. That's really that's not, I feel like that's the best way to go about anything. I mean, even just regular news or politics, I, I feel like it's so much better for people to just get knowledge from both sides at least to hear out like what everybody's going to say but a lot of people don't obviously want to do that you know he it's weird because he says like one thing that's pretty anti-semitic but then uh, like there was some i've never heard him say anything about other stuff he just you know spouted out a fact or something that he thought was true and not a lot of people have I mean I think he's been labeled a little bit as anti-semitic but um he really like he mentioned he mentions it he mentions it he's Eric Dubai his name is he says it he says that's what they do he calls everybody a shill <laughs> a shill isn't it Jewish slang is it uh I'm not he calls everybody a shill and that just that's another term. That's Look not, it up. That's are not you, what I got in oh, trouble, you, is it? You're using your phone. Look it up real quick. Shill is like a, um, it's like Let's a see. diversion. You're like um, somebody who's not being 100% truthful, I think. Hold on one second. And, uh, an accomplice of a hawker, gambler, or swindler who acts as an enthusiastic customer to entice or encourage others. All right, read that again because I had the phone away for a second. Oh, okay. Um, this is the definition of shill. An accomplice of a hawker, gambler, or swindler who acts as an enthusiast, oh, enthusiastic customer to entice or encourage others. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you play a three-part so monster, shell. this Every- like, oh, I just won. <laughs> Everybody's a shell. Everybody yeah. to this guy is a shell. So, uh-huh. you know, and that's what it is. Like, one moment they're saying, Admiral Byrd went to the Antarctica. And the next minute they're saying, I don't even think he made it to the North Pole. <laughs> so... <laughs> Is this a guy who gives out news? Like, is this like where a lot of uh, people get their? He's got their a channel. He's from? got a he's got a channel, and he goes into all the conspiracy stuff, and then mm. they're going into like Michael Jackson is is innocent, which I actually think that's true. 
they have a pretty good documentary on it. But, you, you know, if you're trying to get, if Michael Jackson is one of the strongest people you have, I don't know, brother. <laughs> if you're going to, like, put Michael Jackson up against, like, Big Paleo. <laughs> Big paleo, what's that? The paleontologist. <laughs> um, okay, so... Oh, wait, so the Michael Jackson stuff goes into the, the dinosaur stuff? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, like you know, if you're... Like, if you're if you're going to, like, match stuff up. Um, it doesn't. It right, doesn't. Right, right. He just says... Michael Jackson just says, Don't trust everybody. Don't. There's people in the world that want to... He says a very general thing. A very general quote. That they have that they play, so they're like saying he was innocent and stuff. And I just don't understand why it's on a conspiracy website, you know, like why it's on a conspiracy channel. Because I don't think the government was conspiring. You know, it's more of like a court TV type of thing, you know, or or I don't like a dateline thing. Anyway, um, so they they so what I'm saying is they don't really have anybody great. Like if you want to call somebody to like defend this stuff, you'll get some kind of professor from some really, you know, uh, really good university. So quote unquote good university. I mean, there's so much you can say about everything. You can be like, college is a ripoff. What are you really learning? But I mean, if you make it work and then you get a good job, then yeah, it's, it's all about how you use it. It's a, it's a tool, really. Yeah, yeah. It's not a ripoff. But if you're just going to school because your parents are paying for it and you don't know what you're gonna do, then that's not good. You know, yeah. you're gonna party and probably get get fucking herpes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of kids don't get a job from college. They just get herpes. <laughs> 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 but Chris, the thing <laughs> the thing about herpes is, dude. You're never alone after that, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess you always got him. You always Dude, got my your dog herpes, has, My dog has got herpes. What? The doctor just told me my dog has herpes. Oh, my... Really? Yeah. And she didn't before, so I don't know. She went to this doctor, and then all of a sudden she came back with herpes. The chihuahua? The little one? No, the uh, the big one. The Great Dane. Oh, oh, you got... Oh, ooh, that's a big case of herpes <laughs> yeah no it's uh, yeah it's, it's great herpes i mean how, how did to, you uh, know how did he know it's hard like, they, the, the doc told me he was just like hey you know these uh these dots over here that uh that she didn't have before she got herpes now i was like <laughs> now like where did she get them from like, who, who had sex with my dog <laughs> no well it could be oral sex that. too it could be oral sex too oh okay um, the thing maybe, with herpes maybe, yeah. is, is that if the sores, if the if the sores are there, and like somebody shares a cup with you, you could probably get it. But if somebody, no. if there's no sores, like exposed sores, then you're probably gonna be fine. You know? Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's it's not a, it's not human herpes and just dogs. And some, I don't know some people's body, some people have like some kind of antibody or like some people's body fights it off. So for regular or dog. Regular, regular, regular. I said peoples. I didn't say dogs. I don't know that much about dog herpes, pal. <laughs> you kind of caught me off guard with that. <laughs> I promise I'll be more prepared next time. <laughs> We're going to call this episode Dog Herpes. <laughs> That's a good title, actually. It's very, uh, has a good ring to it, Dog Herpes. Sounds like a great name of a band. 
you know? <laughs> yeah, that's like, it's akin to like a butthole surfers type. Yeah, man, that's like a good punk band name. Hi, we're dog herpes. <laughs> <laughs> that might exist. We might have copyright infringement, actually. Dog herpes. So, all right, so... So this guy's saying dinosaurs didn't exist. And there was a thing, you know about the Bone Wars? Have you ever heard about the Bone Wars? The Bone Wars? No. Is that referring to the giant humans, though? Were they... No. Some people... No. Okay. The Bone Wars thing. were like in the 1800s. They started discovering dinosaurs, right? And right. it became a huge thing. And um, so these two dudes that discovered them, first they were friends, then they weren't. And then there was a lot of like, um, you know, just trying to outdo each other. Now, this guy, Eric Dubai, says that they were lying and they were forgeries. They were making bones that were fake. Oh, no, he's saying that they were taking bones that were just um, ancient um, fossils from like a, a regular ape or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that was for the, the other thing. But they were just taking fossils of animals and like, Saying um, something else? Yeah, and just like making them, like altering them to look like dinosaurs and stuff. But what the guy said, so I, okay, so I saw, I watched Eric Dubai's thing. Very convincing, but I mean, come on, dinosaurs are fake. I, it wasn't as convincing. Because one of the biggest problems with the flat earth thing is that they don't have a good enough reason for it to be done. You know, mm-hmm. like, why would they be hiding the flat earth and they're like, because they're atheists <laughs> and they don't want people to know there's a creator and <clears throat> I don't know dude you know that just doesn't sound like a good enough reason to lie about the world <laughs> and yeah, this- that's the thing is like you have to look at the, like the reasoning behind all these and it's like the dinosaurs one I, I just it's like uh, I mean maybe I don't know <laughs> Well, no, 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 I'm just saying is, is that, you know, they, they, you know, they, they have all this stuff in place and then, you know, they like, you know, the dinosaur. Yeah. So exactly. So this is what I was leading up to. So Joe Rogan had this other guy on this uh, paleontologist that he works with all the time. He's like this fat guy. Um, pretty funny, swears a little bit too much for me. Um, and he was like drinking a beer. But man, and they they actually happened to be playing the dinosaur thing I just watched. So they're listening to it and they're just, Joe Rogan's like, dude, this, and even Joe Rogan said, and F Joe Rogan, by the way, I could own him in a second. I just want to say that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know he's your boyfriend. (laughs) Watch out, Joe Rogan. This is an open call. I know he's your watch out. I know he's your boyfriend. So, all right, I'll step off Joe Rogan. But no, I actually like yeah, Joe Rogan. I have to defend him because he looks just like me. We have the same head. I like Joe Rogan and his former hair plugs and his big disgusting network television show. <laughs> I like that dude. Anyway, so he goes. He actually said, "Yo, this guy seems like he knows a lot." And the the paleontologist was like, "No, he doesn't." He said, "Yeah, but he's. I'm not giving him credit necessarily, but he was." He said the guy, what he, what I think Joe Rogan meant to say was he's very, um, kind of, uh, he's prepared, you know, he's prepared. He's not just like saying a bunch of gibberish. He's saying it in a, in a way where he would have to do some research. He couldn't just sit home and make this shit up. He had to do a lot of research. It has some sort of backing to it. But like I said, one of the problems is he only does it one way. So anyway, so this guy was like just ripping Eric Dubai apart. Ripping them apart. 
Uh, they said there was a Gaslersaurus. <laughs> <laughs> the most dangerous dinosaur of all. Are you happy that you're related to dinosaurs now? Uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, <laughs> I've been waiting. Uh, part of this conversation has, has been, I, 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 I've been waiting to drop this info on you. I, and I hope that it's true, but I've heard it and it's been rattling in my brain. So uh, <laughs> have you heard Uh-oh. that George Washington... The creator of our of our nation uh, has he when he died he never got to hear about the existence of dinosaurs like the whole United States was was founded on a world where supposedly like there was no nothing before like, uh, okay. like a certain point. So this is this is Eric Dubai's point, and it's a very good point. This mm-hmm. is one of the ones he says. How come in all existence, right? Yeah. They never found a dinosaur bone until like uh, the, the the latter part of the 1800s, beginning of the 1900s. Yeah. How come nothing was ever dug up? And what this dude says is they weren't looking for it. But, you know. I mean, it I, could be coincidence. Uh, it's an odd coincidence, but. But they were making all this shit. The Mayans and the Aztecs and all this. What? <laughs> I mean, how much how much were people digging though back then? Like, was was digging a big thing? Was there a lot of digging going on in, in general? Dude, I mean, people have probably been digging since there was shit to dig. No. Uh, yeah, but I guess the the tools have probably gotten better. They were and making I huts. They were making all. They were making huts. They had nice huts, Chris. They had, they had good huts. You had to dig deep to make the post for those huts. <laughs> Yeah, but dinosaurs weren't like sixteen feet down. Those are like I mean, whenever okay, I saw like so, so this big is, sites, it was always deep. This is what Eric Dubai says. He says that they would have these big things, these big dinosaur, um, these big dinosaur like hunt rallies, and they would go find dinosaurs. They would find mm-hmm. thousands of bones, and you know the the paleontologist guy. He what he said was he said, dude, because Eric Dubai is saying that. The museums make money and the curator, because the guy who did it, who found the first dinosaurs, was a museum curator, right? Now you could say, "Mm," but honestly, who the fuck probably cares about shit like that more than somebody who runs a museum? Yeah, I mean, he's the one who's going to be making all the money. Well, not even the money, but I'm saying, museums are not a big business, especially now. Maybe back then they were, but nowadays... Museums kid, are like that, that was one of the only things I wanted to go for was to see dinosaur stuff. Come to think of it, yeah, dude, that was the best thing about the Museum of Natural History. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying is that dinosaurs were a big marketing thing, and you know, there's a few Jurassic Park movies. You know, I mean, there's half oh, a dozen. I mean, dozen for of, a long time, dinosaurs actually were like because for I mean, nowadays it's like Fortnite, SpongeBob. Uh, whatever Nickelodeon show is popular, Disney, you know, but like back in the day, back in like the two, no, no, uh, like the ni- 1990s, it was like always uh, like alien flying saucers and dinosaurs. That was on like every blanket. <laughs> it was like dinosaurs and aliens and cars, you know, that, that was pretty much all there was. Dude, in my high school, there was a class about dinosaurs. It was a, yeah, was that a- was a big, I feel like that was the only thing that people had to cling on to. Like if, if there was, if there was flat Earth theory back in the day, like that, totally would have been something else. Or like, there just wasn't that much uh, stuff going on, I guess, because that Dude, was that was a it was a, a re, of, it was a, a region. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, uh, a lot of things were dinosaur themed for like a while. 
Yeah, but this this was in the fucking late 80s, and it was a writing class. My friend was an idiot. It was like, dude, I'm taking the dinosaur class. He got there, and it was like, it was like a nerdy thing. It was like they had a textbook, and you had to read about all the dinosaurs and write papers on them and stuff. It wasn't like propaganda. <laughs> so what my point is, is why would they fit? There's like hundreds of tons of bones that they found, right? So you're telling me they're faking all of them? You know, and just like with, um, with uh, the Flat Earth. All of it's fake. There's no space station. There's no satellites. Now, they bring up a good point, right? If there's thousands of satellites out there, why don't we see any going by the moon? I, isn't it, like, I would just assume it's too far away. Like, that's what my, without, like, thinking too uh, critically on it, yeah, I would but just the say moon's light. The moon's light, right? We see the moon's light. Wouldn't it, if something was going by it in space... Between us uh, and the moon? I mean, again, it's, it's me assuming, but I, I just, in my head, like how I've justified it in my head is that things are far away, but I'm sure there's rocks and tiny little <laughs> space debris that's always floating around. Just there how, has to be some sort of rocks that are going past it that we can't see. How I've, how I've justified it in my head. <laughs> well, I mean, I, like if you look at, a, if you're on, if say you're in New York City and you're looking down, uh, what's that main section called? Times Square. You know, like, uh, it's hard to see after like a certain draw of like your eye, like how like many people are crossing. I'm talking the street about or people with with telescopes, dude. Yeah, but I just I don't know if that's uh, really enough. Like I don't know if it can really bring you truly close enough because the distance is like how how far is the supposed distance? Let me look that dude, up. People are seeing people are seeing Saturn with these fucking things, supposedly. You're seeing Saturn, but this is the thing that kills me. Every time you see a picture of one uh, of these planets, it's like color edited. I don't. It's very confusing to me, dude. It's confusing the moon in miles to me. It's over two hundred thousand away, so I don't know. That seems like a, a while. What? What is? It's a. Uh, it's about two hundred and forty thousand miles away. Yeah. The so, moon. so what they're saying, flat Earth is saying, I think it's a little closer. They're saying, but they're saying. That the 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 sun is like the same distance, and I don't know. It's it's it, the interesting thing is all that like the theory of evolution is just a theory. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of holes in evolution. The, what what they're like they have a whole other thing about Darwin, right? Mm-hmm. And they're saying. Darwinian atheism and all this stuff that they want us to think oh this is why they want dinosaurs real too because if there's dinosaurs then that shows that we weren't that God created them first and not us okay so oh yeah yeah because yeah. this wasn't the atheist thing so the atheists love like they're the ones that push the dinosaurs and they're the ones that push evolution now, he was going into the whole thing that they've altered ape bones to make them look like human bones. and You know, he's... And, it, like, Lucy, they had that Lucy, and they had to they had to retract that. And there's a lot of stuff we don't hear. But I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it's just... I, I don't... Yeah, that I feel like discounting. 
with that, like, because it's just like that's so much. I mean, the same thing uh, when we said about Flat Earth, like Jim Norton has on uh, the Degenerates Netflix special, like an amazing like debunking Flat Earth bit. But like, as far as like the amount of people you need to, you know, for 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 years to just like, oh, we're gonna alternate and shape these bones and reconstruct them to fool people for what the museum tickets to have like a 10% increase it's like it's such an odd thing that would have to happen for so long to have so many people involved in you know yeah I mean it's it's like it's you know, so odd I, unless unless I need to pull back and see like that there's something else that's being affected by this that's maybe not in like the main light you know like maybe the okay, dinosaur so, stuff is a diversion from something all right, else. So, so, so what I think happens sometimes, okay? And, and this is just me assuming something because of my life experience. I've thought mm-hmm. this before with what I've done, things I've done, the people I've been around, okay? Right. Now, I'm sure that there's they're explaining things in a very general way to us, okay? I'm sure that if you really wanted to get into the Darwinism... Um, I'm sure that they make a lot, you know, there's a lot uh, better points to be made than mm-hmm. they say on 60 Minutes or like the news, you know, because that has to be oh, yeah. very general. So it's not that they're necessarily keeping the information away. They, they just have to definitely boil it down. They want to give us information that will program us to buy stuff and program us to give us what they want. You know what I'm saying? But I don't necessarily think that it's about God or being an atheist or any of that stuff. I think it's about control and money. That's that's really what it's all about. Yeah, um, it has to come back to that eventually. I mean, people are going to be in charge. So if someone in charge wants to be more in charge or someone else wants the new reins on the, the whole thing. And, you know, this guy... Eric Dubai does a whole... That's part of the dinosaur thing. The first part is about Darwin. The second part is about the dinosaur thing. And, you know, it's... The thing that that amazes me about the dinosaur thing is that you've been told your whole life, Mm -hmm. you know, that there is dinosaurs. And for somebody to even challenge that for a second is ludicrous. And then for them to have, like, even a tiny point. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, go watch it. Go watch it. I'll check it out. Go watch it and tell me what you think. All right, um, yeah, this, this will have to be one that we revisit. Because, I mean, you piqued yeah. my interest. I'll check it out. So I'll, so, I'll dive in. All right, so this is, okay, so this is, we're going to use this as an example, okay? So, mm-hmm. say, you, okay, say you watch that documentary, a little segment he does, right? Whatever, it's like, I think it's like an hour and a half, two hours long, whatever it is. Right. Now, 80% of that, is bullshit. Okay, I'll give you that. But what about that other twenty percent? Yeah, like I guess it can't all be. Yeah. So, so when you're dealing with chills, and you're dealing with see, that's my new word now. <laughs> I'm gonna when it's I go get my pizza. Pe- sure. When I go get my pizza tonight, I'm gonna be like, "You're not a fucking chill, are you?" Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Give me my pizza. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I mean, I'm a chauffeur for Domino's, or whatever, I mean, whatever you get. You wouldn't get Domino's. I don't want, I don't want this made by a shill. Just so you know. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm having fun with the word shill. So, so yeah, so watch it. Oh no, so, so 
you know, that's it. But that's actually a bad example. So say about like the the movie Level. There's another couple really good, um, quote unquote, good flat Earth documentaries. Mm-hmm. So say one of their documentaries is is seventy five percent, eighty percent bullshit. But what about that other twenty percent? What about the fact that you could zoom in on the on on the boat? I've never seen anybody debunk that. They don't talk mm-hmm. about that, but they have the boat. They have and they zoom in and you see it. And then they zoom out and it disappears. Very, very... In- you cannot fake that like they did. Can I ask you something about Flat Earth that I don't think I've... I mean, maybe it's been talked about before, but I'm, not to my knowledge has been asked of anybody who's talked about it. Uh, is is it dangerous, do you think? Like, is this... like at the, Is the end result of whatever... No. Say, no. It, say it's true. Is, is there anything malicious that could come of uh, the human race? Like, the, like would this no. end the human race? Or is no, it just- they're saying it'll be an awakening and then everybody will learn and everybody will act better because they know they're going to get judged and possibly go to hell. <laughs> um, no. They, they, dude, they say all kinds of stuff. They say that... Um, you know, Antarctica is an ice ring around the world. They all say that. They have... It's an ice wall. They have pictures of the ice wall. So, mm-hmm. supposed pictures of the ice wall. Um, what's beyond the ice wall is debatable. At least there's like a certain amount of land. They're not exactly sure how much land. They're not exactly sure how, you know... We can't go to Antarctica. Nobody can go to Antarctica. I wish they would just open Antarctica and let everybody go there. There's like Wait, 50... when can we not go to Antarctica? Not that I've ever wanted to go, there's, but, but no, I, so I've never okay, so, traveled. So, so there's, like a, there's like a bunch of nations. I forget even. Over 100 nations that uh-huh. made a treaty. And they're all the flags there. And the treaty what? is that nobody can go to Antarctica. And it I, is... This is kind a real of, law? I've never heard this, ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this is what the conspiracy people say. That's... If you watch... A flat Earth documentary. If you watch three flat Earth documentaries, they're all gonna have that, and they're gonna, you know, um, it's, you know, it's. Uh, what was I just saying? You were saying uh, if you have the documentaries talking about the the flat Earth and everything, but I, I, I about I got what? Like, what was it? What was it specifically? Well, you were saying that it was. Uh, you kind of wait. I, I, I got caught up in my own thought because I had a follow-up question that I was uh, I, w- I was going to ask. Oh. I said all three of them have... What was it that all three of them had? You mentioned uh, something. Uh, Motherfucker. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I was still focused on, on remembering the thing I was going to bring up. Uh, oh, like Antarctica. We're talking about Antarctica. So we were talking about Antarctica, and that's what they right, talk. Right, yeah, yeah. That's what they talk about. They talk about Antarctica, and dude, every that's all they keep saying. Fucking ancient aliens talks about Antarctica. Everybody, there's lizard people in, in Antarctica. Millions of them living under. There's underneath. There's a, there's a Antarctica's butthole, which is actually my coin term <laughs> no Antarctica's butthole is Anthony Quinn's term okay and there's some kind of a hole down there and people say it's a spaceship there's a couple like things that look like like they, spaceships could enter and for some reason whenever you get by this hole all the navigation systems in your plane go out and people usually crash it's like a, it's like a, a big hole in the ice that like probably an aircraft or like 
yeah, something huge could go through it. But when people drive over, like fly over it, mm-hmm. they lose and they don't crash into it. They just crash wherever. So that's what I'm saying. There's all this information that could be, you know, cleared up pretty easily. So I think there's something to it. But like I said, I think it's all about money. It's all about keeping us corralled, keeping us corralled. Because at any time we could take it back. We could take this country back anytime we want. I'm, I'm not going to get all serious here. <laughs> but I mean, if you ask me what this stuff is all about, and this guy, Eric Dubai, he says that all the astronauts are in on it. All the astronauts. And he shows pictures of all of them with the Mason stuff. All of them with their little Mason plaques and their Mason whatever it is, their hat or a dress. I don't know what they have on. <laughs> but they show them <coughs> with this stuff. But it's just hard for me to believe that this day and age that people are cons- people probably want to get home and get back on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you think people in Masonic Lodges are like, let's take over the world. They're they're like trying to have commerce with other Masons so they can do better with their business and their life and have support. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of just like a, uh, uh, it's really just like an Elks Club with like a, you know, um, a commerce element, you know? Like where everybody's trying to help each other, you're like brothers, you know. Right. In a in a in a Elks Club, you're not really brothers. <laughs> you're like members, you know. In a Masadic Lodge, you're you're brothers. You know, you're you're a fucking mm. Mason now, and you do right. when you join. They put this thing; it's like a compass, and they put it over. Yeah, your no, heart. I've seen that symbol. It's it's odd. I've seen it. I, I originally saw it when I used to go to Philly a lot as a kid, and I would uh, just see it in like small sections of uh like alleyways so just like make cut throughs through like like buildings you know like a little closet space <laughs> between two buildings and it would just be like etched into like walls and stuff like on the floors um oh the compass the compass thing yeah interesting i saw it actually when i went to north carolina recently for that wedding you know i was gone uh comedy for like a week or two yeah uh I went on top of this mountain. There was a lot of mountain markers, and I actually did see the Mason symbol on top of one of the uh, uh, what do they call those those mountains? The Blue Rocky Mountain, North North Carolina Rocky Mountains. I just want to say, when you were gone, I cried several times. I did. I have to admit it right now in Quinn's Oh, I'm Anthony Quinn. I appreciate it. When Chris Gasler was gone, I, I I cried several times. So okay, so yeah, man, the I mean, Masons. I mean, it's, it's weird. I've always thought it's weird. That's all I was saying. Is that I always thought it's weird. Where I've seen those those symbols pop up, dude. It is weird. I went to the Masonic head, the the place in Brooklyn. Oh, not Brooklyn, in Manhattan years ago. It's like this mm-hmm. old building. It's got gargoyles and shit on it. It's you go in right, and the dudes have a suit with a pyramid and an eye on them. <laughs> Very strange. Very strange. And <clears throat> they took us up to the main guy. We asked if we could, um, you know do some pictures for something we're doing he said no get out of here outside and the dude i was with was actually like a conspiracy guy that was trying to he was trying to be a douche um uh-huh. and i actually kept the camera on and filmed the guy a little bit so and he was like look look in his eyes <laughs> the guy looked like your grand like your your uncle or something um he's got red eyes like the devil you know 
it's just like anything else, dude. It's it's a on some level, it's a business, you know. And the more people they have, you know, come into the Masons, the more people want to be a Mason. And yeah, if you're a successful organization, you want to. They're all about showing everybody that they have the knowledge. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. It's a secret society, absolutely one hundred percent. It's definitely a secret society. So, I don't know how much they know exactly, but it's definitely an exclusive. Well, well, I'll tell no, this story. I think I've told this story before. My friend was doing this. Sam's Club. I don't know how much nefarious business they're getting into. What'd you say? It's, it's bigger than Sam's Club. You know, it's exclusive <laughs> like Sam's Club. I don't know how, like, uh, how, how, how uh, you know, dangerous they are. Your signal's well. going down a little bit. I don't know if you're holding your phone away. Um, so Sam, <laughs> Sam's Club, Sam's Club's a secret society. Don't go to Sam's Club. You got to cover one eye when you go <laughs> in. <laughs> you got to cover one eye and pray to the sun just to get in. Um, so my friend was doing this. 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 Uh, he thought he was doing a documentary. He's out of his mind too. Um, mm-hmm. This guy was definitely a little mental, mentally divergent. He said he got. He said some stuff happened to him when he was a kid. Anyway. But he became oh, a conspiracy guy. Mentally divergent. No, he can. He can. He he's a conspiracy guy, and uh, he actually got full disability because he would just go into the therapist and talk about all these conspiracies. <laughs> and they were like, "We got to pay this motherfucker." So he just <laughs> nobody put this guy in a workplace. <laughs> so keep, keep him inside. He was big on the Masons. Now he went to a Masonic lodge, right? And um, the guy was like, he walked in. The guy's like, see, dude, there's no secrets in here. And my friend, they had like a witch's broom on the, it was like a broom, like a witch's broom, not one you're going to use. So my friend's like, well, what's that right there? And the guy's like, well, that's something you'll learn if you're a mason. That was a secret. The hell? The guy's like, there's no secrets. And my friend pointed to one thing and said, what's the deal with the broom? And he wouldn't say it, so that's a secret. So, and the broom is—it's the craft. That's the thing. I think that the Masons are actually just Harry Potter. Let's just come out and let's let's make some bold predictions. I think that the Masons just think dude, they're Harry Potter. It's definitely they want, like they want to fly around on broomsticks. They want talking yeah, owls dude, or whatever. It's tied in with like magic with the K and broomsticks and all. I mean, yeah, not, exactly. not, See, I knew it. Not I knew broom. It you magic. made me say broomsticks. <laughs> But, you know, like mysticism and all that kind of stuff. It's all tied into that. But these days, Uh I don't, you know, I know people that are in the Masons. You know, a lot of people don't even stay in. They just go in and they got to pay their dues. And if they don't pay their dues, they don't go. So it's not like this big organization that they're trying to recruit people all the time. They're not. You have to know somebody. Mm -hmm. You have to be sponsored by somebody. It's like a, you know, yeah, it's kind of like a country like, club. Yeah, we don't need any new guys. It's like a country club. No, they won't reject you. They won't reject you. But you have to be sponsored to come in. Somebody offered me to be a Mason one time. My friend's like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. And you should have done it. You could have been in a, a soldier on the inside. I could be one right now. <gasps> we know somebody who's a Mason. I'm not going to say who he is. I was thinking, yeah, but I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I'll tell you in, in you know, in confidence because... That motherfucker is a secret society motherfucker. He's got like all kinds of shit. He's like, he has like, he has like new recruits wrestling in mud while other people pee on them. <laughs> he's really making people go through it. Like he's authentic, man. This motherfucker's authentic. Did you see that movie? 
with Matt Damon? Um, what's the name of it? I forget the name of it, but it's about all this stuff. It's about the skull and bones. Uh, and the Crystal Skulls? What? Or the, the Skull and Bones organization? It was about the Skull and Bones. Yeah, it was about the Skull uh, and Bones organization out of Yale. And sorry, I thought you said Crystal Skull at first. They said, oh, the Crystal Skulls. Yeah, those are bullshit. Um, <laughs> so they've been proved wrong. They were phonies. Um, yeah. but Dan Aykroyd will, 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 will still stand up for them. But it's just because he has a brand attached. What was I talking about? Sorry, you were talking about the Bone and Skulls with the Matt Damon documentary. Movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Skull and Bones, Bone and Skulls, the Skull and Bones was a recruiting thing mm-hmm. for the CIA. Everybody knows this. So in the, the they have that vault place, which I, before the pandemic, I wanted to go there and harass the security guards. Be like, what's up, man? I'm Anthony Quinn. Come here, hug me. Like, what's in there, buddy? Like, I wanted to do that, but now with this pandemic yeah. shit, so maybe maybe I can go molest one of the guards um, <laughs> that are watching the fucking vault. But they have the vaults, so supposedly they're down there. And this is, this is all, you know, verified stuff. The guys were wrestling in mud, the new recruits wrestling each other in mud. And then the other guys, the the older guys, like the ones that were just there watching, they started peeing on them. Like one of them, like they were laughing and one of them started peeing. And Matt Damon's like, I'm not getting peed on. And this one friend's like, dude, trust me. You're going to. You, you'll love it. You're, no, no. He just said. <laughs> no, no, you have to do it. Yeah. You are going to be down with Golden Shower. They're going to call you Golden Showered Tom. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I would love if all uh, ancient or secret societies broke down to the point where it's just like, yeah, we just want uh, new people to just like uh, pee on. We just want to prank people. <laughs> they call him uh, Benny Peon. <laughs> He's my pee shill. <laughs> so, so that was so that was it. So they show that. So I, re- I reference that sometimes. I kid around with that, but. You know, and this was actually kind of an honest, it was interesting account of it. You know, it was, the way the movie was, was I think closer to how it is in real life. But then, of course, conspiracy theorists are like, why did they make a movie about it, huh? Mm. (laughs) You know what that movie's supposed to do? It's supposed to divert you from the truth. All the Skull and Bones people are lizard people. And it's like, dude, you know. So now, you know what Bohemian Grove is? Yeah. So my one friend, the same idiot that went to a Masonic Lodge, he went to Bohemian Grove. He went to the town. And he oh, tried yeah. to get in, but they were closed. It's only open like two weeks a year. Really? And okay, I didn't know that. That, even in itself, it's only open like two weeks a year, a month most. And That's weird, yeah. So he met some dude that did work there for them, right? And I guess all the families have like um, their names. And George Bush's family was the Hillbillies. Right, and he had a picture of this sign they had with a really crazy skull, and it was the sign for the hillbillies. And my friend saw it, and he was like, "Yo, can I have that?" And the guy got real weird and put it away. So you know, when I get firsthand knowledge like that, and my friends, he's a little divergent, like he's a Jesus dude, but I shouldn't say he's very religious, <laughs> and he's I think he's like a Seventh Day Adventist, so he's really religious this was i think before he was a seventh day adventist but he talked this dude in very interesting stuff it's interesting but because they have a skull and they say it's the guy 
Everybody in George Bush's family was in Skull and Bones, right? That's the secret society they were in in college. So now for them to be at some retreat that's similar to a fraternity where thousands of people go and it's all men, you know, and they're, they were in the Skull and Bones. So to think that their, their campsite wouldn't have, you know, would have a skull on it, to me, doesn't sound that crazy. You know, so I... I, 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 dude, I hope that there's alien lizards and shit and that they're going to eat us. I think that's great. It would make things so much more fun. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think a I've lot. Had a bit, I've, I've had a bit recently I've been doing the past two weeks, like like praying. I hope these uh, these these aliens, these hostile aliens that we were supposed to see on like the 8th of July come down. Dude, I want to be friendly with the aliens because I want to give them the list of people they should eat. <laughs> I want to get them started the right way, man. Yeah. That would probably be a really fun war, though. Like, yeah. like if it was like a human versus alien war, if they, if they didn't just wipe us out right away, like say we had some, somehow they, they were able to come to us, but they didn't have good weapons, you know, like we were on the same playing field. That would be a fun war. Well, that's what I've heard people say before. Um, the green ones want to eat us and the white ones are benevolent. The white ones want to help us. The way, like the typical gray alien type? Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. The grays and the greens, they're the lizards. Some of them are, are cannibal or some of them are carnivorous. That's the word. Um, and some of, some of them are not. Um, oh man, I forgot what I was going to say again here. Whoa, you're, you're bad luck, Gassler. Oh, I man. just got you all over the place today. You no, know, it was about the alien thing. You, you were saying uh, the green ones are the uh, the cannibals? Oh, oh, the... so so what Eric Dubai was saying, oh, is that there's <clears throat> going to be a big reveal, right? And I've said this oh, several yeah, times yeah. on the podcast. We've talked about it. And I've the joke I always use is whenever I hear about a reveal, I think a dingling's going to pop out. <laughs> <laughs> We're here, there's going to be a big reveal. Oh, shit, it's a big cock. <laughs> if, aliens oh were, uh, if aliens had humanoid shapes, like say they were all Thanos-shaped uh, for some reason, like they had like that same, they evolved the exact same way. It's a big cock. And, everything, and they, have, they stand on two legs. Like, Do you think that they would be well endowed? It's, it's a big cock. The earth is a tranny. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, we're in the inside do, of a, a, an asshole, actually. Well, the the whites don't have any genitals, so there's the a way, couple. Yeah, yeah, the gray aliens always look smooth. The They're gray. Well, there's a couple different theories. Okay, um, some people think that the gray aliens are are small, and that mm. they the, the there's the 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 tall whites and the small the tall grays and the small grays, right? Um, and the tall ones are kind of just you know worker robot type deals, and the the mm. the smaller grays. Actually, um, their their genes are are they did something. They did mm-hmm. something, and now they're they're like the fabric of their existence is fading. So that's why they do, um, they do so many tests because they're trying to make hybrids to save their their bloodline or something to save their society. Hmm. Um. So, and then they say, and then some people say that the, the small ones are the robots or whatever, or the subservient. And then they say the, the big tall ones are the ones that are running everything. So, and there's so much to it, dude. There's people that say, first they said 19 uh, species of aliens. Then they said 
thirty. Now they're saying three hundred. Wait, okay, wait, that's just like wait. What? How would you even put a, a possible number to it? They're saying three hundred uh, races have been to Earth. So, Fuck. dude, there's this Russian book that they found, right? The alien book. And it goes into detail about the aliens and where they're from and what, you know. Supposedly, they had contact. There's a whole story. And Mm -hmm. so this was a KGB book. So what I'm wondering is, why do we, all of a sudden, everything the KGB that we find is KGB is like, you know. They were, it was like a spy thing. That could be, they could have that for any reason. You know, but... It goes into like detail about when um, when the visitors were here last. Like, they'll be like, was last seen in 1992 over Kansas. Like, they'll say that shit. So it's <laughs> the more specific they get, that's when they really start to lose me. No, that's what I'm. Well, that's what I'm saying is it's so much. They're like, are these it's aliens? So much with no proof, and it's all like up in the air, though. Like that's why, like with the conspiracy stuff, like if you don't, if it's like if if you're too specific, I'm like, come on. No, they have whistleblowers. They have whistleblowers, but they're idiots. You know, mm-hmm. they need they need more credit. They're saying that the you know the aliens from um, Independence Day. Right, right. They're saying that those. They're saying that's a real one. They're saying that no, that's not a great one. There's some other kind of aliens that they were the inspiration for that. Uh, so, and again, everybody's got a cell phone now, buddy. Everybody's got a camera that shoots right. beautiful videos. So you're telling me, I'm Anthony Quinn on Quinspiracy right now, and you're telling me that there's 300, not you, but they're telling me that there's 300 plus species of aliens that have been here and that are coming here, and nobody's got a real picture? Yeah, right? Like... And do you know how many UFO sightings have been debunked? A lot. A lot. I mean, we're yeah, not just talking about... After they announced the stuff. We're not just talking about a couple cases. We're talking about a good amount of them. And this is what's weird is that they put the ones that have been debunked, they'll put in their reel. They'll put in their reel for the TV show. And they know it. You know what I'm saying? So, if 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 it's so real and everything's so crazy, then show me, man. Why are you? Yeah. Why are you? They should be totally honest about everything. Everything. If this is it, then you don't need to lie. You could be like Anthony Quinn, not lie about anything ever. <laughs> well, that's why the the whole all the news, the main media news sources are uh, you know there's so many people that don't watch the news now I mean specifically like the mainstream you know like the TV sucks. CNN Fox News whatever it, it's all like it's not even just that it's biased it's like people can like and, and Bill Burr uh, two three days ago or something was just saying something and it blew up and you know he was calling uh, CNN like treasonous and stuff because it's just like uh, they have to uh, they, they prey on fear so like Dude, and they're, they're never I, gonna I, give you like the real facts and then people see past the facade and then they lose them as viewers forever so then they just have to double down and go like harder into uh you know whatever propaganda they're talking about or you know like yeah they never they don't they don't it's not it's almost like it's not even fully thought out they're just trying to grasp at straws and see what sticks yeah i talk about this all the time on the podcast i treasonous is a good fucking word whoever said that is my hero I'll buy him a uh, beer. That's uh, Billy Burr. I'll friggin' oh Billy oh Billy Burr said it. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, 
So, what was it you said again? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. What did you just say? Oh, just how it's, uh, you know, like, uh, we were talking about, like, numbers and stuff, or, like, uh... What did Billy Burr say? Uh, what did Billy like, Burr say? people, like, you know, like, like, for how long do you just give people, like, no information and expect them to just kind of, like, uh... Oh, okay, drag, yeah. ...dragged along, you know? Yeah, okay, so no, we were talking about CNN, yeah, how it's treasonous, yes. Um, well, the thing, this is what sucks, is that even journalists that are trying to have integrity, right... They start seeing themselves compromise, making compromises that they never would, right? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's show business. They need entertainment, and what sells is negative stuff. It's it, like, you, what, you want to do a positive story and get half the viewers that we already have from from three years ago when, when Trump was in office, they had numbers that were unseen to uh, their networks. Now it's like, we're just trying to get back up there, and they can't do it with like the most negative stuff. Well, you know... It's an art just like anything else, right? Like, running a news station is fucking hard, dude. You know? I'm sure it's crazy because... I can imagine. Because it never stops. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, if you're in retail, right? You have a good year. You have a great year. You have a stupendous record-setting year. What do you think they want you to do next year? Same thing. Or do better. Better. They keep don't making even, it better. Keep making it better. Just keep doing it. Keep pumping in. Keep just you, keep pumping the gas. You know how long they say good year? A split second. <clears throat> they say a good year, split second, and they're already on the next year. And <clears throat> that's how it is with the news. You know, these dudes. A lot of these dudes aren't in back rooms plotting like people think they are. They just have no more integrity. Because they're afraid yeah. they're going to lose their job or their funding. Or their- oh, yeah. I think it's more so they just want whatever's going to make their money, obviously. You know, they have to sell the ads, so that's what they need. But, but I mean, even as a kid, like before there was uh, this, like nowadays it's, it's very popular to be like, oh, I don't watch the news and stuff. I don't believe the news, whatever. Like even as a kid, I saw through the bullshit, you know, where it's just like these are the same stories. You're talking about the same thing in the same day. You know how much stuff happens every five seconds, every every second across the world, and you're not having more than five stories covered in a month you know like all of 2016 through uh 2020 was like it was only trump and nothing else like anything else in the world like if it happened it was like oh that only happened for uh 20 seconds today so you know so what what they're all trying to do is beat each other to the punch on everything and now this is the worst time for any of these motherfuckers because Mm -hmm. everything's wide open man you know, everything's wide open and everybody can go anywhere to get their quote-unquote news. But It's so accessible that they have to polarize now, though. Like, they've already been polarizing and it's like they've already lost the people that have half a brain. So it's like now you're going to get the people that uh, are dumb enough to use this as their only influence and, like, outlet. You know, it's like I'm going to trust everything this outlet says. Yeah. It's just like uh, – were we saying that before or was that uh, an earlier – we might have talked about this off mic yesterday or something, or someone at the mic was saying, uh, you know, just like you, you get the multiple sources. No, we were saying that before. You know, you want you want multiple sources. You want an equal part. You see what both people are saying, and then somewhere in between there is probably the truth. You know, like you got to like. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, listen my, to everything. My vocabulary is so weak right yeah, now. Yeah, listen to everything. Words for it. Yeah, listen to everything and make your own choice. That's what I tell my kids to do. So I'm gonna say this. Okay, so. 
Every, some people think, and I'm one of them, kind of, okay, that think that um, a lot of the media is influenced. A lot of the media is influenced by um, big business and corporations, um, and sometimes I think they're 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 influenced by it in a monetary way, whether they know it or not. You know, um, but let's let's use this example, right? What happens when there's a snowstorm coming? They're going to tell you to ramp up for supplies. No, it's not that, but every news station has it. Oh, yeah. Every one. Now, they're all saying the same thing. But they want you to be able to go to their station and get what you need. You know, Mm -hmm. like, they don't want you to turn the channel. That's why when there's, like, a presidential election, or, I mean, um, when the president is speaking... They have it on every channel. Not so you can see it, but because they need you to see it. They want you to see it. They don't want you to turn the channel. So, you know, I think I'm the first one that'll say the media influences and perpetuates everything. And it does. The media perpetuates racism absolutely 100%. 100%. But do they, yeah. do they do it because there's an agenda or do they do it just because it sells books? Or sells, really think sells it's papers. It's more sort of money than anything, in gets, my opinion. But. Gets, gets hits. Now, I'm one to think, hey, man, you know, the powers that be want unrest. They want civil unrest. Because of if course, we all... Yeah, that's, that sells. If we all, it's, but if we all band together, dude, we could just take over them. Oh, right? yeah. If you get enough people... Well, I don't even want to get, get into that. I'm just saying, if you get enough people sure. behind you to do anything... Right. It's not as easy to like assassinate people as it used to be. It's not as easy to make people disappear. And, you know, what they'll do is they'll label you an anti-Semite or they'll... I wouldn't put it past them like doing some kind of um, uh, getting you arrested for something and then giving you a, a trumped up charge and you got to go to prison for a while or something. I think that's probably goes on and that's gone on. Um but, uh, you know, like CNN and Fox, they're just so terrible. You know, I don't think these dudes have the intellectual capacity to mm. be fake. I mean, for it to all be, you know, it's just so weak. You know, if they were really trying to control us, wouldn't it be a little better? Well, I mean, they want to control you, but I, I really think that when it comes down to it, they don't have control of the internet yet. I don't know if they're gonna. I, I do think that um, the means of the internet and all the independence that comes with it right now that we know, it's it's always slowly fading. It's always being phased oh, out, especially yeah. through YouTube. I think that's the uh, test. Uh, yeah, in my, my own my own conspiracy is that YouTube is their exact uh, launch platform to which to try all these uh, restrictions and everything, and then re- like if you notice, there's a trend. I, I've been on YouTube since it started and. Anything that gets rolled out security-wise with Google always goes through YouTube first after they bought it. But um, like uh, there was the Kappa thing with the, the like, oh, there's a, there's a lot of YouTube stuff to get into. But um, so yeah, yeah, and and they ruined it. And I remember yeah. YouTube. I'm sorry, did I cut you off? Go ahead. Oh no no, that's all good. I, I it, yeah, I'll let you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, it's just that they use uh, you know, like I, I think that the freedoms are going to be obviously like like gone, but they're they're grasping. They're all these news stations, all they're doing is trying to stay relevant, and I think that's the one of the exact main reasons why they had to keep covering Trump, and the reason he got elected was, and, and got all that power in the first place, is just, you know, 
and, and I'm not the first person to say like this is like you know a lot of people have said it but it's it's true just nobody really wants to watch it anymore unless you're someone who doesn't care to I guess investigate or maybe you you, you know a lot of people work like long hard hours some people are truckers they can't some people you know they, they don't have time to, to do the research or to explore things so they're just willing to go along with what a news source will say or something but yeah, they, they've obviously lost traction. They've lost trust in people, and yeah. now they have to keep getting more polarized. So it's all just going to be either taken away. There's going to be some uh, drastic. Um, if it happens in our lifetime, it'll probably be swept underneath the rug. You know, it'll probably be something underneath the scenes. Things will change without us even knowing. Just like the YouTube uh, algorithms, how they change the way. Uh, you know, like like they decide who becomes viral now. You know, it's yeah. it's all like. Yeah. It's put into a system where there, uh, there's ways to fight back against it. There's self, there's there's crowdfunding. There's there's Patreon stuff. Not not really much you can do. Oh, shit, I gotta I gotta go. go. I gotta go. Um, oh, you gotta yeah. Get so stuff? what I was gonna say, what I was gonna say about that is that um, shit. Yeah, I gotta go. Um, what I was gonna say about that is I remember when the internet was was very free. Um, mm-hmm. sometimes I think YouTube is overplayed, dude. I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think they're just trying to get um. Uh, content that more people that spend money, you know, that care about. A lot of people don't care about conspiracy theories, so they just don't want them on there. I don't think they're trying to hide anything. I think to yeah, them, it's, no, it, YouTube is not so much a conspiracy as much as they're they Google runs on a deficit. You it's know, a they're, corporate they're just fucking to monopolize and take yeah, information they, they, right they now. corporatized it and fucked it up. That's what they do. That's yeah. what they always do. They did it to New York City. They're gonna. They did it to Vegas. They're gonna do it everywhere. As much as 100%. they want, dude. Welcome to America, baby. Listen, I gotta wrap this up, everybody. This young man is a great guy. Please contact him. Give your Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to check me out on, on Instagram, it's Chris Gassler underscore Pugmaster. Uh, YouTube, it's Spinal Palm. Newgrounds, it's Spinal Palm. Uh, if you want to see funny cartoons, podcasts, uh, I got all of that on my YouTube. Links to my other podcasts through the channels option. And uh, if I could, really quick, uh, I have another conspiracy after just talking about all this stuff, specifically that Antarctica stuff. But uh, what do you think? I, what if they ramp up the, the flat earth stuff, they let everybody believe, and then all of a sudden they just open up Antarctica and then just sell tickets? That could just be the ultimate cash out. You know, that's the thing. I wish they would. What do you mean the ultimate cash out? There's only like a few. There's only a few. There's only a few million people that even care about this shit. People don't give a fuck. But imagine how much they would make if if the tickets were like ten grand each, and they had all those people buy tickets just to check it out, and there was nothing in the end. Well, I mean, that's how these dudes make money. They have. I'm gonna start doing the Anthony Quinn fucking anti-conspiracy convention. You know, I'm not (laughs) anti-conspiracy. But I'm gonna start doing the Anthony Quinn conspiracy convention because I do I do believe in some of this stuff. Right. All right. Listen, but we're gonna wrap up, and yeah, yeah, me and Chris Gassler will get a ticket. We'll be going. We'll be holding hands going oh, yeah. into Antarctica soon. Absolutely. We'll post pictures. And, we'll be doing periscopes of it. Everything. And Izzy's just gonna have to fucking deal with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. We're gonna talk to you soon, brother. All right. Thanks for having me on, man. This is fun. Cheers, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. Take it easy, man. All right. All right, everybody, that's Chris Gassler. My name is Anthony Quinn, and I'm in a hurry because I'm late as usual. Please keep listening to Quinspiracy and consider supporting me on Patreon. Again, my name is Anthony Quinn. That was Chris Gassler, good guy, one of my favorite people in comedy. Cheers.